Hey, hey, friends. This is Jessie DeShane, a chronic illness support coach and host over here on the Chronically Healing Podcast. When I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I was scared and immediately started looking for support. After finding so much negativity in the autoimmune world, I decided to start a community that emphasizes positivity and healing. On this show, you will hear me have conversations with people just like you who are on their own unique healing journey with chronic illness. There might be a few tears, but you are guaranteed to have a bunch of laughs and lots and lots of love and support. Let's dive into the show. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to the Chronically Healing Podcast. Today, it is just a solo episode again here with me, and I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about why I am coming off of hormonal birth control. To start things off, I want to tell you guys just a little bit about some of my background when it comes to birth control and kind of my story with that. I'm 31 years old. My birthday was just last week, so just to give you a little bit of reference, I was put on the first birth control pill ever when I was 16, so that was about 15 years ago. I was on the pill initially because of acne. I had really bad acne as a teenager, just debilitatingly (laughs) cystic acne, the kind where you just feel like you can't even leave the house because it's so bad. I can't even tell you the amount of different birth controls I tried. I was on so many different ones throughout the years. I did, you know, what every girl did where I would skip the sugar pills every now and then just so I wouldn't get a period and all that kind of stuff. My acne never really went away. It maybe got a little bit better the older I got, but not too much. But at that point, I was on birth control for what it's meant for, for birth control. I also had very, very heavy periods. So that's kind of just a little bit of background on that. Now, the current birth control that I'm on is called the Mirena IUD. It's an implant in my cervix that can last for up to five years. It sends out like a steady amount of hormones. Basically, about seven years ago, my doctor recommended this one just because while my acne was gone... My periods were so heavy and uncomfortable that I was out of work. I was super uncomfortable. It just wasn't feeling really well. At that point, they hadn't really realized that I had Hashimoto's. I was on a pill for hypothyroidism, but I do think that part of my heavy periods had to do with that or estrogen dominance, whatever. At the time, obviously, I didn't know. My doctor told me if I took the Mirena, there was a chance my period would go away indefinitely, and I didn't care. I just didn't want to have to deal with bleeding for eight to ten days, so I was totally fine with that. So about seven years ago, I was put on my first Mirena IUD. I went there by myself. It was excruciating and I remember just laying on the doctor's office table and they kept me there for an additional like 20 minutes because I was so shaky from the adrenaline after putting in the Mirena. I drove myself home because my boyfriend at the time you know didn't care enough to come with me and also you know I had no idea it was going to be that bad. I got home and I pretty much didn't leave the couch for three days. I stayed home from work. Thankfully, my boss 
at the time I was very close with and she knew what I was getting and she was like, how about you work from home for a couple of days? So I did that. If I wasn't sitting on the couch with a heating pad, I was sitting in the tub. I bled pretty much the entire first month after having the Mirena. And then I would say the first six months I spotted kind of inconsistently. From there, I didn't really have any issues anymore when it came to my periods. They ended up going away. I would occasionally spot, I would say like the first year or two, but it was just maybe once every few months. Every now and then I would go into the doctors just to get my strings checked because I couldn't feel them on my own and I wanted to make sure it was there. However, one thing that happened with my first Marina IUD, the first five years of my Marina IUD, is... I got extremely bad hormonal acne. My acne from when I was a teenager came back, except now I was, you know, in my mid-20s and I all of a sudden was single because I broke up with that boyfriend that didn't come with me to the doctor. And I was single and here I am living with painful, painful, huge cystic acne all over my face, neck, chin, back, chest, everywhere. So from there, I was told by another doctor to go on to Accutane, which please do your own research if you've never heard of it. It's probably one of the worst drugs that you could ever go on. But again, I had no clue. I had no idea how to take control of my own health as well. So I just believed whatever a doctor told me to do. So I was on Accutane for about seven months. The interesting thing about Accutane is... It pretty much takes the entire time you're on it for you to see results. However, you do get a lot of side effects. Quote unquote, thankfully, I only got some minor side effects, meaning some people have such bad side effects that they commit suicide. So I thankfully didn't have anything to do with that. What I did have, however, was extremely dry, scaly skin. I never went anywhere without chapstick of any kind because my lips would break open and bleed and my face, I was using so many different types of skincare because my face was so dry, my skin was so dry. I was wearing really, really heavy makeup because I still had the acne. I had a lot of joint pain, particularly in my hips. I couldn't really, yeah, I felt like an 80-year-old in my body. After about seven months, oh, another thing you should know about Accutane is every month before they will give you your next amount of drugs, they will, they give you a blood test to make sure that you're not pregnant, and then they make you take an online quiz showing that you know how not to get pregnant and they will not give they will not issue you the medication until you pass both of those things so yeah that just kind of shows you just how shitty that drug is so from there after about seven months my acne was I would say 90% gone it was a lot better than it had been I was still dealing with residual effects from the Accutane however about six months later my hormonal acne all came back From there, I moved up to Green Bay, Wisconsin. I had been living in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I got a new dermatologist. This dermatologist basically, you know, tried to help me with a few different topical things. My last dermatologist had basically told me my only other option was to go back on Accutane, and this woman understood that I was not about to do that again. What she did is 
prescribes me another drug called spironolactone. It is a high blood pressure medication. I believe that they found some of the side effects of it are helping with women's hormonal acne. So I was put on that. I've been on that now for probably five years. It worked. My acne is completely gone. So I do love it for that fact. However, I don't think that I should be taking a blood pressure medication when my blood pressure is fine. It's also a medication that causes a lot of shakiness, a lot of dizziness. I have to be very careful with my potassium level, things like that. So I got the Mirena in and it basically continued to cause more issues that I had to be medicated for in other ways instead of a doctor taking the time to really think about what is actually causing these hormonal acne flares and what is actually causing these extremely painful long heavy periods doctors just kept giving me medication per usual so about a year and a half ago in 2017 I believe I had to get my marina removed and got a new one so I did that it was again excruciatingly painful the coming out was just as bad as the going in I'm not trying to be gross I mean the marina so I was in a lot of pain thankfully this time Ben went with me and we took an uber home and we don't live that far from the doctor's office so it wasn't too bad and I just spent the rest of the day hanging out on the couch and then I was pretty much fine after that I didn't have any spotting anything like that and I haven't had a period since. So in the last year and a half, I haven't had any spotting or anything like that. In terms of the Mirena actually doing what it's supposed to, it's been nice. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I do not like having a period. I don't like the feeling of it. I've always felt very gross and very distant from my body during the time of my period, which is interesting. So I have to say that while I'm excited to get the Mirena out, I am not necessarily excited for my period coming back, but I do know that in the long run, it's something that I need to be excited about, and it's something that I need to kind of come to terms with and be excited that I'll finally be able to be in tune with my body. Got another one in about a year and a half ago, and then in the last... I would say nine months-ish. I've just been getting this nudge to my intuition every so often that I need to get this Mirena out. I started seeing people talking more about it on Instagram. I started seeing people talking about breast implant illness, which has a lot of the same symptoms as the Mirena. Some say because the Mirena also has silicone in it. I started realizing how bad it probably is that I haven't actually had a real period in 15 years. And while I don't intend on having children anytime soon, it is something maybe in the next five-ish years I would like to do. And I don't even know if my body is going to be able to do that. But the biggest kicker with all of this is the fact that I'm dealing with Hashimoto's, I'm dealing with a chronic illness, and here I have this hormone replacement that is shooting hormones through my body every second of every day, and it's just not a good matchup for my Hashimoto's. So we've noticed since I started working with my functional medicine team that No matter what we do when it comes to SIBO, when it comes to gut issues, when it comes to my bloating, fatigue, weight gain, inflammation, all that kind of stuff, even though my 
antibodies, TPO, that's all slowly going down and I feel okay. I still don't feel as good as I should based on my levels. And this is kind of our next step. We really believe that if I get this IUD out, if I stop using birth control and start letting my body not be fed with these hormones all day and really start to pay attention to what's actually going on in my body, that we might finally start to be able to heal some of these issues that I'm having with my Hashimoto's. That is the big reason. As you guys know, if you read my blog or anything, one of my biggest goals this year is to become symptom-free with my Hashimoto's. So this is the first big step in that and kind of figuring out how I want to do that, what's the best way to do that, and definitely think starting with getting the marina out is the most important. With that, I have been reading the book Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. If you don't already follow her on Instagram, I definitely recommend that you should. She gives away a lot of free content. She's super smart, super amazing. I talked about her in one of my last podcasts, I believe. So I'm reading her book, which came out just at the perfect time, literally a month before I'm getting my IUD out. And she kind of puts together all of the reasons that you need to be more informed about the birth control that you're taking, what it's doing to your body, even if you want to stay on birth control, knowing how to take care of your body so that you are treating it the best way that you can when you are having this hormonal birth control in your body. So I'm reading that. She also has a plan for post-birth control syndrome, which I'm hoping I don't get, but if for some reason I do, I feel that I have the steps I need in order to combat that. And then I'm also trying to do as much as I can, drink a lot of water, eat a lot more greens, try to cut back a little bit on, you know, some of the sassy food in the next month here so that I'm putting myself at the most healthy level possible. So as far as what I'm doing after I get the marina out, so like I said, it's in about 22 days here that I will be getting the marina out. From there, I intend on following Jolene Brighton's plan. Once I get through the rest of the book here, I'm really excited to see what I can be doing to set myself up for success there. And then I will be using the DAISY fertility monitor. So I already purchased it. We already have it. It's definitely going to be something to get used to. Um, I'm going to be going from not having a period for almost 10 years to now tracking my fertility every second of or every day. Also, obviously very important that because we don't want to start a family right now, we will be being very diligent about other forms of birth control methodologies until we really truly understand and trust the fertility monitor option that we will be doing. So going to be starting all that soon. And yeah, that's kind of my little spiel about what's happening here soon. I won't lie, I am nervous. I'm nervous that a lot of the symptoms that I had had before are going to show their ugly head again. I'm nervous that I'm going to have really bad periods or really heavy periods, which I haven't dealt with in a really long time. I'm nervous that while I might be getting rid of some of my Hashimoto symptoms, I might be adding in some hormonal issue symptoms, but then I'm also excited that I will be able to tackle those head on and 
fix the underlying issue, the root cause, as everyone says in the functional medicine world, instead of just continuing to put band-aids on things. But I won't lie, band-aids are easy. You know, band-aids are really easy, especially when they're fun colored princess band-aids, which is kind of how I feel with this morena. And the spironolactone medication that I take for my acne, I consider those going hand in hand. Yes, I also plan to come off of the spironolactone at some point as well, but we're going to focus on the Mirena first here. But I am nervous. I am nervous to have to deal with the symptoms. My biggest fear is that my acne is going to come back. Honestly, um, having acne is probably some of the most painful parts of my life and that sounds so dramatic but if you've ever had cystic bad acne you know that it's more than just the physical even though the physical is important too like I'm not gonna lie I don't I don't feel confident when I have big hormonal red white yellow acne all over my face when I have to wear tons of makeup to cover it up even though that's the last thing you should do but there's no way in heck I'm going out in public with these big white bursting bubbles on my face I they're painful like they they hurt like you can't touch your face and if you accidentally rub your face wrong or you hug someone and they bump your zit it just it's so painful and yeah, just just not something that I'm looking forward to having to go through again. I'm really hoping that it doesn't come back. That's my biggest fear. I just don't want to deal with the with the pain of acne again and then also the pain of dealing with scarring. Like it took me a long time to get rid of and to soften some of the scars that I have on my face from my really bad acne days and I you know, I can use beauty counter all I want and I know that it'll help, but I just, I don't want to have to do all that stuff again. So that's a little bit of my fear coming in, but for the most part, I'm really excited. I'm excited to see what happens, how I'm feeling, what this does for my health moving forward. All I'm really hoping that some of these setbacks we've been having with my Hashimoto's are actually all connected to this uh, Mirena IUD. So I'm hoping that I'm actually going to see a big difference in how I'm feeling quite quickly. So with that, I hope you enjoyed this short little episode about my hormonal birth control healing, getting the Mirena IUD out here in a couple of weeks. I will definitely keep you guys posted. If not on the podcast, I will definitely do it on my blog and on my YouTube channel, which I will have linked in the show notes. But as always, I probably will let you guys know at least what's going on, how I'm feeling uh, when I get the Mirena out. So if you have anything else that you would love to hear on this podcast, please send me an email. It's just J-E-S-S-I-E at J-E-S-S-I-E dot, oh, J-E-S-S-I-E-D-E-S-C-H-A-N-E dot com. And can't wait to talk to y'all again soon. Bye.